All right, we are back. I've got a, a pretty cool guy here. Uh, the rap game Edward Bernays. We'll call him Dave. He's uh, done some pretty interesting stuff. And uh, we were just chatting about something beforehand. Uh, apparently he is not completely up to date with the, uh, the on-the-ground happenings with Ukraine. And as you know, we've been trying to keep people as up-to-date as we can. Uh, if you'd like, by the way, do check out the Telegram, t.me slash fakeuntitled, and you can get the entire Eastern narrative, because, I mean, the Western narrative is incredibly easy to find, so I kind of go out of my way to get sources that will tell you everything that you're not being told. That being said, the losses are about 10 to 1. Uh, the, Ukra the losses were initially about 10 to 1. That was with some of their better guys and their better equipment. Uh, now a lot of the Leopard 2s have been just... Uh, decimated is an appropriate word. It's been an absolute meat grinder. And what's being done to these Ukrainian guys is atrocious. And I don't mean from the East. Their leadership is just throwing them away. It's... uh it's horrifying and tragic. Just such a such a loss of life. But anyway, yeah, about ten to one on there initially. The losses have skewed further since after their you know, they lost a lot of their crack guys and the initial assaults did not go as planned. See there's uh oh, what is there's something going on. I believe it's July eleventh to thirteenth, uh, some NATO meetup that this was meant to be like the uh the bow tie or the the cherry on top like look at uh, look at how well they did when we gave them all our best equipment and training and it's not playing out as uh, as hoped in the west Damn. There's, there's your update it's uh, it's yeah a grim one i guess so it's ten. It was really ten to one of Ukraine versus Russia. The tenfold dead Ukrainians, uh, by and large, actually, but wow. specifically in this counteroffensive. Um, yeah, yeah. And as a matter of fact, what's happened in the last day or so is they've essentially doubled down on that counteroffensive. Which, again, it's a meat grinder, and it's terrible to be doing it to these guys, but. In its way, it avoids what could be a potentially even greater disaster. Are you familiar with Transnistria? Um, the heavy metal band? No, sir. Oh, sorry, I was joking. No, no I'm no, not. No problem. No problem at all. <laughs> that, that would be a pretty good metal band name. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Transnistria? Uh, Nistria. It's uh, Nistria. It's in Moldova, directly. Um, it's an ex-Soviet uh, satellite that was basically okay. on the edge of um, what would have been the USSR. Um, they're right around Romania, and it houses uh, one of the largest stores of Soviet-era ammunition. But it's this little not breakaway. It's like they're not properly. It's like a Serbia-Kosovo thing where they're not properly okay. recognized. So they just kind of sit there with this giant store of ammunition and no connection to any uh, Russian Federation state to be able to get rid of it. So it just mm -hmm. kind of sits there and does nothing and kind of decays. Uh, 
So yeah. it's it's a weird situation. They're also a uh, basically a Russian Federation state inside of Moldova. So uh, like a reverse West Germany kind of thing. So like a like mm-hmm. a thing like that. But the Russian Federation now they're just they're this weird pseudo democracy thing. Uh, yeah, I guess. Wow. Yeah, Russia's Russia's a very complicated system. It's like uh, some areas it's like semi-feudal, like uh, Chechnya's. Chechnya could be described as semi-feudal, but then you know you go to a place like Moscow and it's just it's a modern city, pretty much. Yeah, I've never been. I would love to go. No, I mean, same. maybe not right now, but <laughs> right, right. Uh, it is a little weird. <laughs> It is a little bit of a weird time in the world, one could say. Yeah. Um, I will say, you know, I live in Sweden, and you were talking about the media censorship or only hearing Western Western side of things. And uh, God damn it, Sweden is super anti-Russian, and uh, it's it's pretty crazy. I feel like... Sweden is probably more insane about this war than even the U.S. is. I feel like wow. average Americans probably don't. Or there, there's probably less passion from the you know American population about it than there is with Sweden. Um, but that goes back. I mean, a long time that Swedes have been super paranoid about Russia for decades, like all the way back to the Cold War and shit. Um, I can only imagine the the USSR left a bad taste in everybody's mouth. Yeah. We still have, like, I moved here 10 years ago, and every month they do, in in Stockholm, where I live, you you know, and that's on the East Coast, um, so particularly vulnerable to Russian attack. Um, uh, But... uh, uh, they they have like air raid sirens, like drills, like once a month, where <laughs> like just once a month, this these loud sirens just go for like fifteen minutes in the city, uh, just like practicing, like hey guys, just in case Russia invades. Um, but yeah, they're pretty fucking crazy about it over over here. It's it's kind of painful to oh, that's be. Wild. I've got an ex Even... in Malmo, and she has never said anything about that ever. Really? Yeah. A sweet, is, is it an American in Malmo or a Swedish yeah. person? Uh, no, American. Okay, well... Um, it's also entirely maybe possible just, that she's not paying attention. Yeah, it could just be that. I mean, I tend to talk about politics when I talk to people, or I also follow Swedish Twitter and try to read Swedish news and stuff, so it could just be... You can ignore it if, if you want, but... Uh, That's fair. It's quite wild. Like even like we have uh, nine political parties here, and we have a party called the Left Party, um, which is pre- like pretty far left. Um, they're not explicitly socialist or anything, but they're uh, pretty far left. And even they like tweet out stuff about supporting Ukraine and and hating Russia and stuff. And so there's like basically no politicians <laughs> are against the war. Um, well, and I, I will say your uh, your left and basically all of our left share that in common. Oh, that's that's true, right? That uh, a lot of the left in the U.S. supports the war, also, right? Almost entirely. 
Shit, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's weird. It's super weird. They're all pro-war now. Yeah, that is, like, um, that is, I'm trying to think about it, like, isn't, I kind of stopped, well, I stopped following a lot of lefties where I got blocked by them on Twitter. I'm, I'm super left, by the way, I'm super left, but I had a breaking with them, like, during COVID over tweets and stuff, and, um, I, I realized a lot of the ones I don't like, uh, but I got blocked by a lot of ones, but I'm not sure... I've wondered, like, if, like, the Chapo Trap House guys are, like, pro-Ukraine war or not. Um, I would imagine they just maybe laugh it off. They just do irony, have irony takes about it. But I'm pretty sure, like, Jacobin... I would... That would be my take from what I understand. It's, uh, it's like, I run with a couple of folks that are kind of in that circle. Like, I've got a couple of, um... Ah, there's this, there's this girl. She's good people, good people. Down in Dallas, uh, really, really lefty chick. <laughs> Why is she in Dallas, right? But anyway, she's um, she's kind of woken up to the whole deal with Ukraine. And it's, it's very, very one-sided here. Almost the entirety of the media, left and right. The, uh, the only yeah. places are in the right and in the independent media that you're seeing any counter narrative on uh, on this it it's utterly bizarre wait there there is something you can read a counter narrative or that there's none you you can't get any of the eastern narrative you can get some folks that are saying that this is bad we shouldn't be doing this we need to be reconsidering the way that we're handling this we have to find a way to get peace but no one's It's deathly hard to actually get real news. You can get some opinions on that this is a bad thing and a couple of the reasons why, but you can't get anything really solid, unfortunately, in in any mainstream sourcing that I've found. Maybe National File. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's fucking insane this war has pushed censorship to new levels uh, in really creepy ways with what they've done, um, how the U.S. government, didn't they shut down Russia today or kick them out? Um, and then here in Europe, I don't know if it's in the U.S. because I see American people retweeting Russia today, but it gets blocked for me. In Europe, they've blocked, uh, there's like an EU court order to block Russia Today, and I'm guessing any other Russian news sources, uh, you just get a banner that says, like, according to EU law, uh, RT, uh, you know, at RT is not allowed, and then it just lists every European country. Um, so I can't even read RT, but I think maybe in, it's allowed on Twitter in the US, but they definitely, like, shut down the channel. Like I the, think it. I think you might be able to access it again on Twitter because Elon's been, uh, you know, kind of wearing his big boy pants lately. Okay. And I think they may have started broadcasting on Twitter as well, kind of like Tucker did. Which what? that's Wiley. Oh, dude, did hear about that? Didn't you? Tucker's broadcasting on Twitter now. I I, I saw that. Yeah, I haven't watched 
No, you know what? I'm checking RT. It's still down for me. There's no... Mm, dang. Um, or let's... I'm pretty sure... Let me try again. Was it RT Russia underscore today. news? Uh, I searched RT and then it just gave me Indian porn. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm searching Russia today and nothing comes up. It's banned in the EU still, I'm pretty sure. Which is wild. Hmm. Oh, but anyway, wow. I mean... Yeah, last, uh, last of anything, there's July of 2012. That doesn't make any sense. That must... RT must have been banned or something. No. Oh, no. They're organizationally verified. RT underscore com. And yes, they are broadcasting on Twitter. So RT underscore com, at RT underscore com. You know what? I will throw that in the links for anybody that's going to be listening to this after the fact so that you can check it out as well. Oh, shoot. Okay, no, that came up for me now, but it still says it's blocked for me. Really? Yeah, it, it says account withheld at RT underscore comms. Account has been withheld in Portugal, Finland, Sweden, Ireland, Slovenia, Czech Republic, and it's 20 countries. It's all of Europe. Oh, my God. Um, maybe not the United Kingdom. Oh, it says United Kingdom as well. Even though United Kingdom left the EU, they still have it banned. Of course. So all of Europe... Is banned. Well, you know. But anyway, that's just that's just the craziest huh. shit to me. Wow. Like when you straight up banned ban news organizations. Yeah. Um, like. I mean, that makes a statement. That's just insane. It certainly makes a statement. And it's so funny that we like to, you know, we've for for years now we've criticized China and said like, oh, they have a firewall and they don't let in, you know, Western media and they, and then, you know, we're just basically doing the same shit now. We're just making a firewall against Russia, um, like even with information. Um, but yeah, I mean, they totally shut down. I know for a fact that they shut down RT, their, their news office in America because... Do you know the the comedian and and news guy uh, Lee Camp? I'm familiar with him. I've seen a little bit of his stuff. He had a uh, he had a show on on uh, RT that basically. Oh yeah, they got uh, they got cut out of uh, cable news, and I think some some of the satellite carriers. Maybe well that too, but they shut they just shut it all down completely <laughs> um, because last year. I ran into Lee Camp in Stockholm, and I was like, what the fuck? What are you doing here? And he was like, oh, I live here now. And um, But he's he doesn't live in Stockholm anymore, but he had moved. He had mo His wife is Swedish, I guess. So, And then he told me, he said, well, they shut down <laughs> RT. I lost my job. Uh, so then we just took the opportunity to get out of America and come to Sweden and they were living here for like a year or something, but I think he's moved back to America now or moved somewhere else. But, um, wow. they straight up just shut down their offices completely. Just like ban them. I mean, 
The same way, the same way that uh, fucking. I mean, did, they did a huge like embargo, basically, of Russia. Right? They they took away Facebook. They took like they won't sell products to Russia anymore. I think. Uh, by, like a bunch yeah, of yeah, there's a, a huge, huge list of products that you can't uh, sell to Russia now. And there's a bunch that you can, but that people just won't, like humanitarian stuff. Uh, you can sell, but people just aren't. There's... Um, yeah. Oh, you know what? Let me uh, let me find this. Like a bunch of, I think, like video game companies or so... I think, like, Facebook shut down in Russia... They won't allow Russians on it. I don't. I forget the list of companies, but they did a huge like sanction or embargo or whatever. Uh, actually, what I'll do is throw another link, and you know, I'll just put this one too here in the general chat on Discord as well. If you want to check it out for uh, a reporter on YouTube, just a down the line honest guy. That's uh, putting it like it is who's uh you know just um not necessarily countering the narrative just uh just a guy with really really good english very personal and uh fairly knowledgeable mistake in uh making some sensible things available he's not like a I, I wouldn't know how to describe the guy. It's like uh, like a traditional journalist, you know, like uh, like the kind we used to have, I guess, that you just kind of yeah. don't anymore. Nope. Nope. It's sad. But, um, oh, speaking of the embargoes and stuff or sanctions, uh, Sweden's been doing that, and we had the funniest... We This is to show you the crazy Swedish... Uh, uh, anti-Russia hate. Um, apparently, Absolute Vodka stopped selling to Russia last year. Okay. And then they announced that they were going to start again. All right. And everyone flipped out. And this, like, one of the richest, one of the biggest, like, restaurant groups, like, you know, a rich, like, the a group that owns a bunch of bunch of restaurants around Sweden. Yeah. They said they would boycott Absolute Vodka if Absolute went ahead with selling to Russia again. And so now so Absolute pulled back and they're not selling anymore. But like I think there's been a few examples of that of people in Sweden getting super mad about uh but it, it, I don't know, to me that shit is so fucking weird. It's like it's just fucking vodka <laughs> like I don't know. It's not like you, you know. Sweden makes a lot of weapons and sells weapons to a lot of fucking bad countries around the world, uh, and no one gets up in arms about that. But yeah. you know, sell some vodka to Russians and everyone loses their shit. Like, how could you? you know, how could you support a dictatorship like that? And yeah, but um. Oh, no, that reminds me of something. Uh, do you remember what well, this? This would have been uh, just a couple months back when uh, Turkey was basic. Oh, I think it was Sweden and Finland. They were uh, pushing back on the uh, ascension. Yeah, NATO it's still going on of, um, because of the weapon sales. I believe. It was no, one wait, of the because of weapon sales? That's I, what? I think no, it was, was it not? 
It's not about weapon sales. Okay. What it is is um may or maybe that's part of it. From what I understand, uh, at least with Sweden, um, Erdogan says Turkey is saying that Sweden harbors terrorists. Oh, oh, the Kurds, um, right? Kurds, yeah. There's a lot of Kurdish refugees um, in Sweden going back to the 80s. Okay. And I guess uh, a lot of them, I think it's the PKK is the one Turkey is most. There's a lot of PKK members who fought Turkey in the past or are still active in PKK or whatever. I don't know. But we have a lot of Kurds. And apparently Erdogan or Turkey made a list of like, it was like 20 or 30 people that they wanted extradited out of Sweden because they said you're harboring terrorists. Um, and Sweden wouldn't do that because um, it's like against the law or whatever. They're they're not going to extradite their own citizens to Turkey. Um, they did send some guys back, actually. Some guys did get sent back to Turkey who I think were, were non-citizens. Um, and to be fucking tortured there. Uh, but yeah, it was all over like a handful of Kurds and saying that Sweden shelters terrorists. Um, but they did, they let through Finland. Finland's now in NATO, but they're still blocking Sweden. And a bit of, a bit of a controversy we had Sweden, every, and that was the other thing I was, I was telling you about how even the left party here is like pro Ukraine. Um, we had an election last year, uh, and Sweden went right wing. Um, but NATO was an issue during the election and we have nine parties and all of them except like two were pro NATO. Um, even the social Democrats were pro were pro NATO. It was so it was only like the left party and I think the environmental party or something like that were the only ones. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's still being blocked. But our prime minister right now and a lot of politicians are really sucking up to Turkey now, really trying to beg <laughs> to get in. Um, when Erdogan was reelected like two weeks ago or one week ago, whenever it was, the prime minister tweeted out a congratulations to him, <laughs> this, the Swedish prime minister. Uh, and yeah, people were, a lot of people were laughing at that or outraged about that. Um, that he's like, Erdogan probably stole that election and he's a dictator and our yeah. prime minister is sucking, sucking up to him super hard. Yeah. Congratulating him. Oh, I mean, you want to talk about one of the most transparent coups I've ever seen in my life. Jesus. What was that in Turkey? Oh yeah, a couple of years back when uh, when they when the the coup happened. But wasn't it that it was a failed coup? Oh, yeah, it was a complete failure because uh, some guys got an order from on high to go and guard this bridge, and they went and guard uh, guarded this bridge, and then some other people came and threw rocks at him or something, and I I don't know quite everything. It's a little fuzzy, but uh, these, uh, like, army guys, they were sent to do this, and then they got attacked or something, maybe defended themselves. Uh, I, again, 
kind of fuzzy on that. Then the regular police or army guys were sent in, arrested them as uh, these guys doing a coup, and they looks like it was largely a frame-up job of a bunch of people that were uh, just, we need to get rid of them kind of people. Like maybe just uh, Imran Khan types, you know, somebody that actually wanted the best for the country as opposed to, you know, ruling forever. Yeah, I'm looking it up now. It was 2016 <clears throat> in July, and it was like a faction of the army tried to take over, and but then they got defeated. Yeah, like an immediate um, Yeah, but to me that shit, I, when I remember roughly when that happened, it felt like a false flag <coughs> or something, or like a whole setup, <coughs> like maybe Erdogan, you know, set it up himself to like defend his own, you know, uh, well, I to agree. get out the traitors. I don't think so. I think that's exactly what was done. It was just, we've got a couple of Patsy Fall guys to send off to, uh, you know, this small company of dudes, send them off to do the thing and then go kill them and arrest them or whatever. And then the people that are in charge of them, well, we can blame them for that. So that gets rid of everybody that's going to see to it. That there isn't an Erdogan <clears throat> presidency that continues. Yeah, that guy's fucking crazy, man. Yeah, he's a little bit weird. <clears throat> there was also um, yeah. some of the tensions <clears throat> between uh, Sweden and Turkey right now is um, about a month ago, something. Some There was a Kurdish demonstration against against him, and they hung an effigy of him upside down <laughs> from, uh, from a pole. And uh, he got pretty mad about that. Um, I think I was seen that one on Telegram. Didn't did yeah. he call for some arrests over that? Yeah, I'm I'm sure. I think so. He, they were really mad. They I don't um, I forget exactly what he did. I think the diplomats here were talking a lot of shit, and I think they were demanding to arrest the people who did it or crack down on the PKK. But again, they can't really do anything about it. It's technically free speech in Sweden. Um, but yeah, that that put a <laughs> that put a um, it kind of fucked up the plans of joining NATO. Everyone who really wants to join NATO, they were mad about that. Well, another yeah. another hiccup. Well, you got to push back against the uh, the USSR, right? I mean, that's that's what NATO was created for. It's not like the USSR. Yeah stopped existing ever so we've got to keep pushing back against the united soviet socialist republic yeah i uh just today i was browsing instagram and i came across nato's account and i clicked on it and i laughed really hard because like in the description of what kind of account it is it just says non-profit organization really <laughs> just like yeah you know it was cuz uh, uh, they have that little subheader on Wait, did they have like a verified rainbow flag? accounts? Sorry, did they have the rainbow flag? Uh, no, I don't think so. Mm. I don't think it was that woke. Disgraceful. But I was just laughing at the idea of you technically classify NATO as a nonprofit. Uh, yeah, that's uh, you know uh, the biggest coalition, you know, the biggest military in the world. Uh, it's a nonprofit. It's all not for profit. Just helping people out. Yeah, just just bros helping bros. Yeah. So what else is going on? Any other current events? 
Oh, uh, you know, just uh, downfall of the West, you know, as usual. Um, like actual current current events. That's um, I pretty much just wanted to get in the uh, the Ukraine update because we do try and cover that here, and it's been with the counteroffensive going on, and it's supposed to be like this uh, NATO crown jewel. It's it's not. It has turned to mud and ash. What when when you say counteroffensive, who's countering? Uh, Ukrainian forces. In that with uh, additional su- well, with no additional ground support from NATO countries, but with uh, you know technological and material support, you know tanks, not yeah. planes, not planes, not yet, but high Mars rockets because. You know, you've got to make sure they can reach out and touch all of those children going to school in Donbass. Yeah. What uh, do you know much about? Um, well, one thing I wanted to bring up was uh, the f- the fucking pipeline. That shit blows my mind. Absolutely. Um, I don't know all the specifics, but I know enough to talk in pretty good detail. I don't know specifically. If it was the U.S. or British, but it looks like it was uh, U.S. special ops guys that might have done it. If not, it was SAS. Well, but you know what's funny? I don't know if you saw, but this week there was a New York Times article, um, or oh. it's it's been leaking out slowly that they're blaming it on Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're saying like it was the CIA like warned was... them. They were like, "Ukraine guys, you can't. No, no, that's yeah, a bad exactly. idea." You shouldn't have going to do that now. You shouldn't have exactly. done And so, that's what's so funny to me is uh like the way they're getting like thrown under the bus. I I don't necessarily I I think it'd be US. Um well, for sure. on that specifically because I've actually been seeing that come up. I think I know what's going on here. And I've seen where I'm following a lot of Eastern sources. I've seen a lot of this conjecture over there as well. They're going ahead and prepare. They're um, preparing the Western mind to accept that we're not going to be helping out anymore. That we're done with that. So that maybe some innocent Ukrainians can stop fucking dying. But anyway. But yeah. it. it I I've been kind of getting that vibe. Because, I mean, they're obviously not going to just come out and say, yeah, fuck, yeah, we did that. Yeah, fuck Germany. Did you, you, you read... Oh, speaking of fuck Germany. Did you catch the uh, Rand Corporation leak that was, like, what, month, two months back? No. What what leaked? It was their <coughs> blueprint on fuck Germany. It was, uh, like, here's, here's a few of the uh, ideas and things we can do that will uh, damage Germany and ensure that they are essentially in our debt forever. Rand Corporation being... The Rand Corporation... Rand wants to destroy Germany economically. Oh, well, you know, wants America to, but, you know, yeah. Wow. And some of the stuff mentioned there was, you know, making sure that they get off of Russian gas. Yeah. Well, one way to do it. Well, and you also know that clip of uh, where Biden, Biden said it a while back of like, like he said, yeah, he, he literally we're not going to allow. Like, if you yeah, go to Ukraine, like, mark my not words. Gonna, yeah, 
there will be not be a Nord Stream two pipeline. We'll make sure it doesn't happen or something. Yeah, it's like, dude, I I, I know you don't. Huh? Yeah, actually, I, I can't I can't expect any more of him than just to read it directly off the script. I mean, ad libbing is. We've all seen the notes because there are notes with names and highlights and specific things to say. And he yeah. just says the specific things because, well, who knows why? We don't know why. It, it There could be any number of reasons. Maybe he's just so busy outside of that that he doesn't really have time to think about anything than what's on the paper. You know, because he's no. busy with so many high-level decisions. Wink. Man, you know, it is so, like Biden. I mean, we've had an, uh, uh, like, we had... Ronald Reagan losing his mind while president. Um, but even that was so losing much more subtle. Though is the thing. Not prior yeah, to. Yeah, the, he was he was very charismatic in the beginning, and then it was only in maybe the last, wasn't it in the last like two or three years maybe? Oh, probably not even. Probably just the last year. Maybe the two. last year? La- okay. Like uh, I would say that nah, this is, I mean, I'm not even dating myself, I don't fucking know, but it uh from from my understanding and the way things are played up it it seems like in the last year that's when the media was safe to say it so i'd say it probably started showing up in the last two yeah i just remember but the only thing that i've i've only seen like one thing people point at of of like evidence of or maybe it was what started the rumors um, there was a moment he was doing some outdoor interview with Nancy next to him, and he just kind of bla- blacked, blanked out on a question. Uh, he was, like, talking, and he just kind of stopped talking, couldn't remember what he was going to say. And then she jumped in and answered the question for him, and then it was awkward. Um, and I, I saw it in been, some documentary. That, that probably would have been around the line then, because we've got to consider we had a much more um, complacent media as well no we had a we had a media that's every bit as complacent as it is now in regards to that office yeah but what i what i was gonna say is it's fucking insane biden even compared compared to reagan that reagan maybe had a handful of flubs at the most but biden it's like every fucking day there's some in like insane cringe or he's and he's just not. Oh, did, the latest one I heard was he just entered a speech with "God Save the Queen," like yesterday or something. Oh, it, was, <laughs> I, I don't, it was at one of these uh, anti rights deals, one of the gun control things, no less. Like, okay, we've, we've got to. Uh, he was talking about how uh, there's all these gun deaths and everything, and then he ends it with "God Save the Queen." You know, insane. Yes, and yeah, but it's like every day. Um, it's like every day. Every time he opens his mouth, it's just like insane. And but you know what I I love about it is it's so it's so poetic and metaphorical for just what's going on with the U.S. and the West. I mean, he is the perfect president for these times. Um, well, to be it's fair, just I so, mean, it's it's kind of tied together. I, I don't imagine these times would be exactly these times without a man like him in, in a place like that. Yeah. Yeah. True. You know, we look but it's back just four so... years. It was a little different. Yeah. It's just so symbolic though of oh, like, absolutely. how, and, and 
<clears throat> I really do think it's like it's like America's lost the plot. It's like they don't know what to do anymore. Uh, I feel like o Obama was like the Hail Mary to try to get back hope in in politics, and then everyone was let down by him. Um, and then, of, then of course, we went into Trump. Now it's kind of like America's out of moves. Like, what do you do after Trump? Like, well, okay, let's just push out this, you know, c career lifelong politician who's um, g g very quickly going senile. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where we go from here. Honestly, it's uh, the next election is going to be very interesting. Well, I can say that uh, in all likelihood. We'll probably see. We'll probably see. I I don't I don't know how willing the uh, the intelligence agencies are to go in on this. So we might not see Trump win. But depending on how hard they're willing to go, you know, we might see uh, we might see a Kamala presidency, which is insane. Oh my lord! Because. That would be crazy. It's like it's like if you thought by <laughs> if you thought Biden was bad, oh, oh, you. That's you, what's hilarious about her. She's almost as um like incompetent as he is, or or um mumbling. She fucked her way to where she is. <laughs> she fucked and sucked her way to where she is. Yes, I, I could buy that. I could buy that. Willie Horton. Um, literally. Oh, yeah, exactly. Literally. Uh, there are pictures yeah, of her well, as an escort on uh, Montel Jordan's no. arm. As an escort? Yes. Montel Jordan, Kamala Harris. Hold on. I'll put it up on the fucking I've seen page. that. I've seen that. I've seen her. But by then, she was already a politician. No. Yeah. That was prior. Her in really? the dress? When she dated him, Montel Jordan. I don't know. I feel. I mean, she's. I don't know if I could believe her being an actual escort because I'm pretty sure she's know. like this a lawyer. And so this would be prior. Oh no. Okay. So that's actually not. That's just. Ah, dang. But from what I understand, prior to the to her getting into law enforcement she uh she had law enforcement more into her that's all i'm saying true because what's the willie guy what, what was he he was like was he um state prosecutor he, he was in san francisco and he was i want to say da or he was da and then yeah she she definitely fucked him and and he took her under his wing so Let's see here No, not the baseball Willie Horton. <sighs> Willie Brown. Yes, thank you, sir. He was the mayor. That's what That's it is. What he it was is. the mayor. Yes. Yeah, Willie Horton. Yeah, why in the world did I think Willie Horton? Yes, Willie Brown. Thank you, sir. That's exactly what happened. 
Wow, there's even a Reuters article about it. No, fact check. Oh, uh, oh I never caught this. Oh, that's vicious. Uh, in August of 2020, Willie Brown said Kamala Harris should say no to the vice presidentship. Oh, that's cold, dude. Damn. That's cold. Yeah, he was a San Francisco mayor. That's what it was. Did you ever hear the story about Kamala Harris's Masonic police? No. Oh, she had these um, when she was a district attorney or whatever. Um, she had like security guards or I forget what they were, but some dudes, these dudes pulled up to a, a, a cop station in like L.A., and we're like, what's up? We're part of the secret Masonic police. Like, we're we're deputizing ourselves here or whatever. And then these guys got arrested for impersonating officers. But uh, <laughs> they were Kamala's. Story, uh, they were Kamala's. Um, let's see, bodyguards. Curious case of California's fake Masonic police. Yeah. Oh, they're aides of hers. They're aides. Like, they're all black dudes. Three guys. And then they pulled up to a police station. We're like, what's up? We're part of the secret Masonic police. Let's collab. And the cops were like, what the fuck is that? And arrested them. Kamala Harris, aide so. accused of running an occult police force. Wild. Yeah. Oh, but by the way, um, I just wanted to go back to the pipeline shit. Yeah. Uh, the reason I brought it up, or uh, one interesting tidbit you might not know, probably don't know, is uh, uh, again, just about Sweden being so cucked by the U.S. Um, last summer, you know, we're so paranoid about Russian boats sailing over and invading us, um, and we're so paranoid every time there's a, a Russian sub gets too close to Sweden, like, you know, in the Baltic Sea, everyone loses their minds. But last summer, because the pipeline explosion happened in November or September, something like that. Um, but last summer, I believe it was in August or maybe July. I think August, late summer. Um... A bunch of fucking American warships just pulled up to Stockholm. Uh, or, like, they they said they were going to come and do training exercises with Sweden or something like that. But then the detail that I heard about that was craziest was, uh, apparently, yeah, they were just pulling up unannounced, or they were being very disrespectful, where the, when they were... Like, normally, if you were going to pull up to a country, you'd say, like, where do we park? And you'd get, like, permission to park your boat somewhere to dock it. But apparently the U.S. warships just pulled up and wouldn't ask Sweden, just set up, like, make, you know, we're going to park wherever the fuck we want. And they pulled up right outside of Stockholm. I didn't see the boats. I didn't, they were there for a few days. I didn't see them myself. Um, but there was, like, a few U.S. warships 
just parked outside of downtown Stockholm on the water, just chilling there. And, um, yeah, I just find that to be an interesting tidbit that um, just a couple months before the Nord Stream pipeline explode, which happened right off you know the coast of Sweden and Denmark, um, there were U.S. Navy warships just cruising around the Baltic Sea and pulling up to Stockholm and just kind of flexing. Um, yeah. But so that's where I lean a little bit more that the CIA did it over um, like UK or Ukraine. Yeah, no, it, it, uh, there's only really two groups that have the um, ability to kind of do a thing like that. It's, it's the US and uh, Great Britain. Well, no, I, I shouldn't say that. Russia has the capability to do that, but come the fuck on. <sighs> like, uh, oh, yeah, it's oh, wild like, how... like they just, uh, they just fucking bombed their, um, is it Kiminovka, where that is? The fucking dam? That's, uh, oh, like, yeah. Screwed What's up with them that? over, like, and is screwing over a bunch of, citizens that are now Russians that's yeah that that totally helps out Vlad that big win Vlad you you totally but uh, the way yourself. I heard that being the way I heard that being described was that Russia was getting pushed out of that area and gonna leave so they were going scorched earth and they were gonna just fuck up the dam and fuck up the area before they left but well, that, is that yeah, what, well, what's the situation there? Um, it screws up all of their. It it does a little bit of damage to Ukraine, but uh, to the seized areas and uh, or liberated, if depending on how you want to say it, it um, it's absolutely disastrous. Like uh, just about easy, easy eighty twenty split on uh, Russian losses versus Ukrainian losses with that dam going. And then we look upstream from the dam and the other locks have been just running at full tilt. They haven't been holding back water. So they've been consistently going at this thing full force with as much water as they can. So it was already high and, and uh, up, I haven't checked in three days, but as of three days ago, they had not closed any of their locks, and they were still running the water at full force downriver, or downstream, I should say. Damn. And they could stop that. Russia but, could, or Ukraine could? Ukraine. Yeah, oh, upstream okay. is in Ukrainian control, so they could, you know, they could shut down the flow at least. But have mm. not. Interesting. What was the other thing about like a building? that got blown up and they're saying Russia drone striked its own building or something. Uh, was that the one in Moscow? I think so. Okay. Uh, that one looks like it was probably a Ukrainian intelligence with, uh, some kind of foreign gear, probably U S that was, um, assembled on the spot and then uh, launched there. Uh, not tremendously powerful, but a uh, a hell of a statement. You know, to uh, t 
to throw up any kind of uh, explosive device in the air of Moscow, especially around you know Red Square, that's that's bold. That's about as bold yeah. as bold can be. Yeah. And then uh, what was it? About a week later, we saw, or you, you may not have. Uh, there were reports. This would have been week and a half, two weeks ago. Uh, something like uh, earthquakes, very liner ones, uh, like one to three scale in and around Kiev that were felt uh, pretty far away that were explained as uh, the movement of some kind of heavy equipment, which you, Shit. you you don't register earthquakes under major cities with the movement of equipment. So the thought yeah. there is that there was some kind of bunker buster or something that was used underneath Kiev that uh, dealt some kind of major damage. Then there was, uh, then they did the uh, that little border attack, which was replied to with the attack on the uh, Ukrainian intelligence offices at GUR, I think it is. And uh, then where'd Budinov go? Nobody heard from Budinov, but. He was uh, he was definitely fine and okay, and then you know in the last couple of days, Budinov is found to be in uh, shit some foreign uh, some foreign hospital. I can't remember where. Maybe German. Maybe German, because yeah. uh, he had some stuff sustained major injuries from that uh, you know caliber attack. Which. Uh, yeah, when you yeah. call for the wholesale death of innocent people, I, I don't really have a whole lot of sympathy for you on either side. Yeah. Mitch Crazy McConnell shit. looking at you. Mitch McConnell? Yeah, he's... What about him? Uh, he's been pretty clear that he has no issue with innocent Russians dying. Lindsey Graham as oh, well. Oh, okay. So, but why single him out? Isn't that every American politician that has doesn't give a shit? The people they represent don't feel that way, by and large. It's uh, yeah. there's a few states where uh, people are. The narrative is the narrative, but people are like, "Why are we doing this? What is what does this accomplish? That's all the fucking way over here, and we're paying too much for gas and." being stolen from by every political organization and there's there's a thousand different things but you see, should be worried about other than this. But see that's what I that's what I meant when I said that I think Sweden is even more pro war right now than US is. Because oh, I believe you. I believe you. We you, you, you can't you can't really find many Swedes who have that attitude. <laughs> or I at least I haven't, like not in Stockholm at least, maybe in other parts of Sweden, but uh in Stockholm and the journalists and the politicians and influencers and every, you know, the mainstream media here and culture. Um, everyone loves the war. Everyone thinks it's great and va valid and necessary, you know. Boy, these folks have sure never looked at a mushroom cloud. No, but that's what's so stupid. They really think that they're, like, Sweden's going to get nuked by Russia. And they're paranoid about that and it's like yeah i don't know yeah if anybody's so, getting so, nuked by russia right now it's maybe maybe great britain maybe poland probably something very small and tactical in ukraine let's be real 
we're all kind of still waiting on some sort of monstrous decapitation strike for the uh, the hit in Moscow and the border raids, and there hasn't been one, which is interesting. And I don't want any nukes. I don't want any nukes going off. Same, same, same. That's uh, that's a Pandora's box, man. You don't want to open that one up. Yeah. <clears throat> Did you see the thing about um? The Taliban isn't going to invade Iran now or something oh, with the U.S. weapons. They, they did? No, I'd, I'd heard or? that they were going to, that they were uh, getting all antsy up on the border. I'd seen all kinds of reports of that. Like well, yeah, I saw maybe two or, two or three days ago some article about Taliban announces they're going to invade Iran. For... Oh, that they are going to? Yeah. Oh, yeah. son of a bitch. No, I thought they had I don't know the reason, senses. But... Yeah. Oh, man, they're going to be decimated. Yeah, I don't know. I don't... Um, I just find it funny that people were... T when they, they were retweeting it or commenting on it, they were laughing about how, you know, we leave billions of dollars of weapons behind for the Taliban to take over, and then all of a sudden they're going to go start a war with Iran for us. Or, you know... <laughs> Uh, there is a very hilarious irony in that. I tell you, it's just yeah. it's it's in the nature of those American weapons. They uh, they just have a desire to to kill Iranians. Exactly. Yeah. yeah it's the only Maybe way they, they were manufactured in Israel. Who knows? Wow, wow. You can't let them go to waste. Right. I was I was going to ask you though uh, earlier. You were if we can go back to the presidential election, what the future of the U.S. is. Yeah, you were saying something about Trump and the CIA, or like well, not that the CIA if the CIA would allow Trump or or not. No, not specifically them. Kind of all the intelligence agencies as a whole, but right intelligence. Yeah, but what you? Them, I'd say uh, the American people are pretty well decided. I've mentioned. Um, since I'm never putting this episode up on YouTube, I they fairly rarely go up. I can just go ahead and be blatant with my numbers. And that is, uh, looks like it was 80, 80 million to either 59 or uh, 60 million as the final total tally for the Biden-Trump election. The real numbers, mind. Now, the final numbers we were... 2020. Told, yeah. The, Wait, who had who had eighty and who had sixty? Uh, Trump and Biden only got fifty nine or sixty, but okay, you know, with uh, the changing of the votes and the addition of extra votes, you know, they uh, they swapped, you know, some they swapped eight million of his over and then added some others from interesting and varied sources. Like um, there were uh, a number of cases of uh, married women who had voted under their unmarried name. Um, there was a really interesting case in California of uh, two cases in California, one where the guy had a gun, the other where the guy was just passed out and OD'd. Both they were passed out and OD'd in a car with thousands of filled out ballots. And the one, he was passed out with a gun. And then, you know, California went as California goes. And a lot of other little tricks like this but you know when you add that up across the uh the whole of the u.s that's it's pretty easy to add those up pretty fast you know if two guys have four thousand you know 
what's uh, what's a hundred guys across the U.S. going to be able to do, especially the ones that don't get caught, right? Yeah. But how you uh, you said these are your numbers? How did you get the these numbers? Mm, mostly from the hard detective work of other people and they aren't hard and fast numbers. This is from my best understanding. I don't have access to like, do you ever hear the story of the uh, shootout in Germany over the dominion servers where six uh, army guys were supposed to have died? Yeah. I vaguely remember that. Wasn't it? uh, Wasn't it a him debunked later on? Of course, uh, that debunked. Wait, what was this? Wasn't that like the military busting in Mm -hmm. and killing those guys? Or Or not a black site, but a CIA site where uh, Dominion software and servers were being used during and after the election for some reason. And And who got killed? German people or Uh, CIA agents or what? Dominion employees? We don't know about what intelligence assets were killed. We only know that six army. I don't remember their ranks. Like they, they weren't privates. They're were like sergeant, first sergeant, that sort of thing. Like sort of higher up guys. That uh, yeah, six of them were killed. And then the official narrative is uh, they died in various places around the world in training exercises. But I have got, I've got confirmation that that did indeed occur. But it's one of those back channel things that I can't reveal. So you know, take it for what it's worth. Oh right, I rem- the 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 they debunked this, so they claimed it was fake. Yeah, I re- I remember this now. Yeah, and it is not it, that did happen. The server was taken, and not none of nothing ever came of any of that, because anytime there was ever a, an attempt to bring any of this to court, it was all shut down. So you know nobody ever got to see any of that evidence anyway. <clears throat> yeah, I could definitely buy this, and you know. Um... I'm not into Trump, but I also can definitely buy that, you know, the election was stolen or that, yeah, the vote, because it made no fucking sense, Biden winning, um, in my opinion. I was convinced, I didn't vote at all. Uh, I had my own version of Stop the Steal, Uh, which was... I wonder, actually. What? If you actually didn't vote. Oh, true, yeah, maybe, maybe... I wouldn't be surprised uh, if you did. Yeah, for sure. Especially you know, me being my, abroad, um, my, my I probably great, did great, vote uh, Biden. My great great uncle, I'm sure he voted. You know, my um, my grandfather's grandfather, I'm sure he voted. You know, there's a yeah. No, you're right. I probably vote did vote for Biden in California, uh, even though I didn't. But um, I remember I was so convinced Trump was going to win. Uh, but oh yeah, I had my own stop the steal, which was the the way that the Democrats stole the nomination from Bernie, that was so oh, fucking that was blatant. Ugly. That was yeah, just and it, pure ugliness. I so wanted to see that fight. Boy, that would that would have been good for America. Yeah. Like just to but see it these so, guys talk it out. It was so shameless and brazen and out in the open the way that Bernie was robbed. I mean it was and and this is where I become a, a COVID uh, COVID uh, conspiracy theorists, I feel like they're all tied together. I find it too strange that right when Bernie was about to become the nominee, killing it in the primaries, doing literally better than any candidate had for like 100 years, 
um, no candidate had ever ta- won so many primaries of the first the first five or six, um, and <clears throat> you know he's a, he's famously campaigning on a platform about health care, and um, you know, and then and then a fucking health crisis, global health crisis happens right when he's about to get the nomination, and. Um, and then they have to, uh, the shadiest thing, that was right before Super Tuesday, and all the other nominees drop out at the same time, because Obama calls them up and tells them to. So everyone drops out, except fucking Biden and Bernie. And then the Democrats were telling people they refused to reschedule Super Tuesday. Bernie was trying to reschedule it. He's saying there's a pandemic, people are afraid to vote, they don't want to go out, let's reschedule it, let's do mail-in ballots. And then the Democrats were like, no, we're not rescheduling it. We're moving forward. And then all, the Super Tuesday happens, and they're like, oh, Biden swept everything. And then Bernie that. gets... Yeah, but it was the shadiest fucking shit. And so anyways, that's why I didn't vote in the primary, because I was like, fuck no, like, after what they did to Bernie. And it was... Oh, there was a great, a really great clip of... Um, there's this uh, Irish MP in the EU parliament who's super, like, based, and uh, she's always talking shit on America and imperialism and capitalism. And um, uh, she she called it out after it happened and was saying, you know, if this was Russia or Venezuela or Syria, like, we'd be sending in NATO, um, but because it's the U.S., we're ignoring it, but this is, like, one of the most you know, corrupt election rigging, you know, you could imagine. But anyways, I was convinced Trump was going to win after that should happen because I was like, fucking Biden, he has no charisma, he can't talk, he has no vision. And dude, Trump was giving out the, he was giving out the money. He was sending checks to people, you know? So people were, in general, Trump's reputation was maybe better than ever right before the election. Oh, yeah. Um... And then they fucking claim that, yeah, he got sweeped and that Biden got more votes than any president in history. I don't buy that. Yeah, I mean, I don't believe. We look at the, look at the turnout. Look at his rallies, and tell me that that's a rally that someone who got eighty-one million votes had. Yeah, exactly. And and I mean, it was COVID, right? So you couldn't really have. Well, but yeah, actually, no, 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 because yeah, he was campaigning before COVID and no one gave a fuck. Dude, in Iowa, he came in like last, like fifth place or something. It was like second to last in Iowa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, he, um, was, he was never projected as any kind of uh, leader of the party at that time. As a matter of no, fact, he no. said, you know, I, I am not really interested in this. I'd rather be living my life. Yeah, yeah. But... Oh my god. It's uh no, I I uh I believe you on on the I mean I don't know all the details. I don't know if it's you know, I can't I can't attest to all um stolen ballots or faked ballots or whatever all the details, but I definitely don't really buy that Biden uh won. No, <laughs> Fair and square. It's just not reasonable. No. Just it just doesn't but, pass the sniff test. But you know, um, 
here's the thing. I'm a bit skeptical. Back to what we were originally talking, why we got on this subject. Yeah. Uh, you said if the intelligence will let Trump win. I don't really think. I don't really believe they have any beef. I think the intelligence community loves Trump. I think that. Uh, I don't know. What 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 is it that makes you think that they? Intel intelligence has beef with Trump. Well, they were holding on to. Um, we know at least that the CIA was holding on to a, um, a Dominion server, so they were at least running interference for them. And we do know that they assisted in some of the. Uh, we don't really know. Actually, I shouldn't say that. There is conjecture that they have assisted in some of the other workings that Dominion has been involved with. Say, for instance, Venezuela, which resulted in uh, Chavez, Yahoo, which has been, mm -hmm. you know, a real empanada for everyone. Mm -hmm. Classic scene. But, <clears throat> okay, but, even if they had a Dominion server, they could still be in cahoots. I mean, I don't think that Trump necessarily... Well, he could have been in on the plan, too, of like, yeah, I'm going to step away for four years and come back in four years, or or I'm a one-term president, or I don't know. Uh, the guy's been pretty nastily, uh, pretty nastily handled, honestly. I mean, he's yeah. had his life okay. run through the ringer. As of uh, now, they've got him under an indictment that they're uh, trying to throw 400 years at him. Wow. So, okay. I mean... Maybe, but now that they've uh, gone just whole hog on all this, it uh, I just couldn't feel I just couldn't feel him being a uh, a participant in this. I don't know my my point of view is just that uh, it all feels I think it's all pro wrestling and everyone's on the same team, and even I when think there's a when whole Trump. Lot I really do. I, Wait, you, you know, do I, think there? Oh, there is a lot of that. I don't. Uh, yeah, yeah. He surrounded himself with a lot of those people too when he was in. I mean, as a matter yeah. of fact, we look at Jared and Ivanka. They're kind of those people, and you know, he took uh, all kinds of advice from them. We've we have since learned that uh, they were called the interns in the White House office. Because really? they were always kind of butting their nose and like, no, Daddy, you need to go and you need to say something. Like in the early times of COVID when he just sh shut his fucking mouth and not said anything and let, you know, smarter people talk. He literally took her advice. It, she had actually said, you have to go out and address the nation on this. And he didn't have enough information and it made him look kind of dumb. Yeah. Which yeah, he doesn't really need that much help doing. So, you know, he, yeah, yeah. oh, that's that. Well, the, the people, I kind of think is a genius. The Trump is a fucking genius people. Oh my God. That's, they're not as bad as Q people. No one is as bad as Q people. No one, not even, okay. Antifa is worse than Q people, but that's it. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Or Russiagate libs. They're pretty bad. 
Oh, yeah, blue and on. Good point. Good point. Yeah. But just about, you know, I I don't know. I just don't buy that even though Trump would talk shit, he'd say things about the deep state or try to talk shit about um, various three-letter agencies during his presidency. I think that was all kayfabe. I think that was all giving a show to the QAnon-type um, wing of his base. Pretend that, that he's beefing with the deep state. But, man, I, I think, you know, Trump to me, is, you couldn't... You could, the CIA couldn't dream up a more perfect president for them to control, or, you know, for them to do their shit, um, have a distraction, and, you know, uh, so I don't know, I feel that they're totally in cahoots, and they have no beef, and even if there was this Dominion thing, this Dominion server happened, that doesn't necessarily have to mean that the CIA was stealing the election from Trump, that could have, that shootout could have been, um, someone trying to leak him, you know, Maybe the CIA ran the Dominion, fucked with the votes, but Trump knew he wasn't going to win. And then some other shit went down uh, around in Germany. I don't know. I don't know enough about that. But um, part of me thinks that I think that Trump, like, I don't think Trump was mad that he didn't win uh, in 2020. And... Well, if he was, he would. I think it's all part of the plan. Sorry, I, I, I don't disagree with you there. I don't think that he was so much. Uh, I'd say he was upset that he lost, but he wasn't as mad as uh, as a person should have been, and he didn't. Well, long and short, he was a coward. You know, he he could have done things that were not cowardly and made use of the tools. And powers that he had as at his excuse, at his excuse, at his uh, expense, at his expense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I I kind of just think that it was all it was all the way it was supposed to go. It was all part of a bigger plan that he would not be president during the vaccine rollout. Uh, I think that's why he didn't. I think that they. Again, this is my this is my COVID conspiracies. I think COVID was was launched uh, because the world was coming to a tipping point, and part of that being Bernie maybe winning. Um, but there was other shit going on all over the world before then. They remember those Hong Kong protests and uh, the well, U.S. had, the, had the like four failed had, had uh, resurrected Adolf Hitler as well. Who had? Are you familiar with the whole Gamergate thing? I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know well, a bit that, about that it. That was responsible for all the evils in the world right up until, you know, Trump. And they were responsible for Trump also. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then che- Cheeto Hitler came. No, but, um, you know, if you remember when Trump, uh, when they were starting the warp speed vaccine shit, um, <clears throat> that a lot of people on the left said they wouldn't take a Trump vaccine. Um, and even Kamala said that in a debate. They said, would you take Trump's vaccine? And 
she said like if it was trump's i would know or i would have my doubts i would have to research it um yeah i've called plenty of that and That's yeah and and if you think about it right wingers are typically the ones who are maybe anti-vax like the kind of QAnon type people um so i don't know i feel i feel like given the way that the biden presidency played out and the rest of covid and the vaccine rollout i don't know i felt like they um that the entire empire needed it to be a democrat and to be biden uh steering the ship during that time and then i think the plan is that trump will be back in 20 in 2024 but i don't think uh, that's the plan so much as they're trying to deal with the inevitable is more the vibe i'm getting and sure. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not entirely against what you're saying, but let me let me throw you a curveball. That being, they didn't plan for Trump. It was meant to be Hillary versus Jeb, and Jeb is is Jeb. Oh yeah. So Jeb's going to lose, and then Hillary is going to go in, and they get this uh, this guy that's like, oh look look at this guy. We can uh, we can really fuck with the right with him. So they they pied piper Trump, and instead of you know drawing away a couple of people and making things difficult for the right, he draws them all away, and yep. they end up with an issue. And you know it's like okay, well we can't Ron Paul him because he got too big, and uh, well I don't have to explain what happened to Ron Paul because you saw it happen to Bernie Sanders, so. If you're not familiar yeah. with Ron Paul, they did literally what they did to Bernie Sanders to him. When in 2012 uh, uh, six uh, or 2012? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was he was killing it in uh, all the debates. So they changed the debate rules. He's uh, getting all the popular support, so they don't cover you know his rallies. It's yeah, yeah. So yeah, you you saw no, it. I fully. Go ahead. Uh, no, you you saw it. I mean, it it was a yeah. replay with Bernie Sanders. Okay. Well, I fully agree about what you just said that um, I think Trump was never the original plan in 2016. That's always been my take on Trump, that I think the plan was always going to be Hillary as president. We like they thought they could do sort of Obama two point oh. Salty she is too, and how salty she stayed. She knew she was going to be president. She yep. she she had already made the plans. She probably had the decorations picked out. They made a deal in two thousand eight. I mean, she was so nasty against Obama, and then this you know they said, look, we're going with Obama, and you know she struck a deal with him to be Secretary of State. Um, even though she fucking hated him and, but that was always the deal they struck. Okay, Hillary, you'll be secretary of state. You're going to chill for a while. And then after we do black president, we do girl boss president. And, oh, you could, she was so ready for that on it too. You know, uh, what was it just, was it 2014 or 2015 that time magazine had the, uh, what's the most hated word of the year and it ended up being feminism and then they just axed the whole thing and did away with the thing. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I don't remember uh, that. They were, they were building the whole girl boss narrative to, you know, okay. like, laying it down, 
light and then a little heavier and then a little heavier and then, you know, put her up against potato jab and yeah, no, but, uh, I also think the only thing uh, about what the way you laid it out, what 2016 is that also, I think Bernie played a part in that too. It was that, um, it was that they all, everyone assumed Hillary's going to win and again, this I think that it's all one party. I think this is all professional wrestling. So I think that the original plan was both sides thought, okay, we're going to keep the woke train, woke imperialism going. We're going to have Hillary take over, take take the baton from Obama, but we'll do a little fake election. and And then, but then I think that everyone realized this isn't going to fly. There was so much... Pop, anti-establishment and populist energy on both sides, on the left and the right. So the right really fucking hated Hillary, but then also, like, half the Democrats hated Hillary, too. So I think it was like, True. oh, shit, this isn't gonna work out. And then there was Bernie running, and I think it was like, and, and Bernie, if he got fair coverage and stuff, could have easily... Uh, beat Hillary for the nomination. Oh, he absolutely should have been the primary. Yeah, so... And that's when I think Trump comes in to say, let's suck up all the populist energy and attention away from Bernie. Let's get everyone talking about Trump and so people won't talk about Bernie. And then... Um, yeah, and then we'll have... Uh, and then also, you know, I feel like Maybe it was like, well, this is this is the way we can get Hillary to win. This is the way we can actually convince people to see a reason to vote for Hillary because we can say, well, we got to make sure Trump doesn't get in. Um, and that was the narrative at the time. Like, <laughs> if you try to say, like, fuck Hillary, I don't want to vote for Hillary, people would be like, but we can't have a fascist like Trump, so you need to vote for Hillary. So that became, you know, her fucking entire like election strategy but then yeah and then i think the empire even hillary you know just they just realize oh, okay um it's not gonna work with you know woke imperialism for eight more years and we definitely can't have bernie so let's do we'll do trump to and then shake things up and distract people and you know and channel that populist energy into something that still works for the empire um don't so I don't entirely know. I feel like... disagree with you, but I'd like to take a turn there in yeah. that they didn't want Trump. But as said, he's he's not he's not an idiot, but he's no brilliant man. He's no genius. He's just a guy that's good at running a business in a corrupt state and town. So you know, he's going to be, if you can run a business in a corrupt area, you're probably going to be a pretty good fit for politics. Let's be fair. But that being said, they, uh, they got this guy that kind of knows how to roll with the punches on this. Who's, uh, yeah, you know, maybe not the smartest guy, not an idiot, but he doesn't know the town. He doesn't know the business. And so they're, uh, they know the town, they know the business and they know all the most personable players and as you said, it's basically a uniparty. So they make sure and see to it that only the uniparty people get to him. And so whether he wants to be or not, he ends up doing mostly what they want. 
on those occasions when he doesn't, you know, let's uh, perfect example, getting the troops out of Syria. We find out, uh, what was this, two years ago now, I think, that uh, as a matter of fact, actually, we were hiding the real numbers and we were not telling uh, Trump the troop levels. We told him, oh, no, we did tell him that we were getting them out and we gave him the numbers showing that they were getting them out, but we actually didn't remove anybody. You know, we find that out. And then we find that Millie's like, well, you know, if I got an order, you know, to actually deal with the Chinese, I, I would call my Chinese counterpart before we would actually execute that order. So, you know, it's been... It's been made pretty clear that even if he was, you know, a properly populist guy that really did want to get things done and wasn't planned for, they managed it pretty well. There, but that being said, that kind of uh, that gives me the thought of how things have played out since, with there being such a rabid hatred and continuous pushing of these uh, narratives against him. They could just drop it and let him fall out of the light, but. They seem to want to fight against the man tooth and nail still. That's where yeah. I, uh, that's where I feel that uh, that's where I feel like him being a party to it kind of falls apart because, you know, once he's played his role, once he's done, you know, let him go. Look at uh, SBF. They're dropping the charges on uh, Bankman Freed now. They're, you know, dismissing him quietly, letting things go. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. They just uh, they just dropped another five charges on him yesterday. Wow, lucky him. Uh -huh. He's a lucky, lucky guy. Well, he was, you know, doing photo ops with, like, fucking every every um, powerful person in America and stuff, yep. so. I can only hope that once all of this, uh, once the feds finally drop every last charge and give him a little slap on the wrist and some, uh, like, community service bullshit that uh, everybody that he fucked comes after him with every single ounce of the law that they have at their disposal. Yeah. Either that or, you know, if some of the wealthy people just, you know. Anyway. I just still can't get over his name. It's like <sighs> Bank too, too much like a simulation winking at us, you know. Um, like you couldn't but... have found somebody named Lex Luthor to do the job? Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there, um there, there is a there is a bit of that. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, yeah, we've got uh, on the exact same note, we've got Hillary selling hats oh her emails or oh but her emails or whatever. But but her emails, yeah, yeah. but her emails. Like I know she really can't get over that. Oh. It's so it's so funny. There's so much irony there that um, that woman is that's so supposed to be a diss against right wingers who won't stop talking about her emails. But the only person who won't stop talking about those emails is her. She just keeps bringing it up. She just thinks it's like still a great diss, like seven years later. I guess it's wild. Uh, you might say she ain't no ways tired. Oh yeah, God. those emails were crazy, though. I oh, do yeah. like to bring up those emails. Oh, dude, a lot. some of the Podesta shit. I know. Podesta was well, into some shit, son. Yeah, I'm. That's where I'm like a low key pizza gator. Like, I don't. I, I mean, I'm not full blown into the pizza gate conspiracy necessarily, but there were some very sketchy emails in there that I remember reading in 2016 that talked about pizza and hot dogs and yeah. Um, I think well, stuff I talking about comet ping pong. 
Uh, I don't it was know sketchy as fuck. what a hot dog party is, and I don't know why the hot dogs would cost that much. But okay, wait, which one, okay, which one are you referring to? Isn't there one where like uh, it's a hot dog party and it was gonna be like ten thousand dollars a person or some shit like that? Right. Oh, okay, maybe. Yeah, I remember one that said something about um, Obama flew in. For yeah, it yeah, was, this it might be the same one you're thinking of. But I, I think, think they so. said they were planning a party at the White House, and they said, "Are we, uh, are we ordering from the same source or something?" And they said Obama flew in forty thousand dollars of pizza and hot dogs from Chicago last year or something like that. Um, yeah, sixty-five. That was a, apparently was the claim. And oh my Lord. Pe- only 75 people attended, the total sum being $65,000 or something like that. Wait, you found the email? Uh, no, just a summary from somewhere. Let me see. Okay. And the actual email. Though. Yeah, because that... Uh, oh, wow, it only brings up super sketchy webs- websites when you <laughs> search. Uh, oh, yeah. It is 65K. Obama did not spend 65K on pizza and hot dogs. Pinterest, sports. Yeah, and it said, well, assuming that we are using the same channels, that's a bit of a weird way to talk about ordering food. I will include the WikiLeaks that has the portion of that in the links below so anybody can just read over the, the shit themselves so they can just have it from the source. Okay, here's what I found. I found the exact quote. It's from Stratford employee Fred Burton wrote an email posted to Wiki. Okay, and the the quote was dated. I think Obama fourteenth two thousand nine. Just as a by the by, I've got that in front of me as well. Okay, I think Obama spent about sixty five thousand dollars of taxpayers' money flying in hot pizza slash dogs from Chicago for a private party at the White House. Not long ago, assume we are using the same channels, question mark. That's a Stratford employee, which, you know. And that was in reply to uh, this um, Kendall person at Stratford, that uh, the subject of that being, get ready for a quote-unquote Chicago Hot Dog Friday to celebrate all you hot dogs out there. Eric, you can participate as well. Don R. Kukendall, President Stratford. And then uh, this apparently had, like, oh, and then a follow-up reply to that was, get ready for the Chicago, in reply to, uh, from Redacted on that one, but off to uh, Burton, O'Connor, uh, Q. Kendall, and Copeland at Stratford, was, if we get the same quote-unquote waitresses, I'm all for it, from Eric Eisenstein at Stratford. That being, and, the, and that he put the word waitresses in quotes. Yes. Oh my god! Might as well just put a fucking winky emoji. Why? <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was the one that really freaked me out. Yeah, there's just and... some weird stuff. Or, and let's just let's just drop the quick knowledge. I've I've talked about it before. I I don't have explanations. All I can do is present what knowledge there is. In the building plans for Chicago, uh, for uh, Comet Ping Pong, there's not a basement. In the Instagram photos of Comet Ping Pong from the most recent owner, 
he talks about his basement and shows pictures of the basement where he has a freezer. Okay, well, whatever. That just me. And there's some. We won't talk about the other weird shit that he's posted on Instagram. We won't even worry about Well, that, that was the. Well, I remember going through his Instagram, and that was the shit that freaked me out. Yeah. He had so many creepy photos. And like so many with creepy descriptions and winky emojis and weird emojis. With kids, with little kids. He had pictures of. I remember there was one of like a girl, like a three year old, four year old girl with her hands on the table, and it looked like her hands were strapped down. Um, and just all these other creepy pictures of little kids uh, were not his own kids. Mm-hmm. And then there, he was wearing a T-shirt in one photo that said in French, like, I love infants, like, je t'aime enfants or something, like, I love babies or something like that. Yeah. And then there was weird fucking, like, concerts or, like, a videos from like events they'd had at comet ping pong that were very weird and satanic looking and oh and then of course we can the another one of the creepiest things when you go get into uh what's tony podesta's brother his art collection yeah which is insane yeah he's got a really interesting uh, sculpture at the uh we'll say at the head of his stairs yeah, is that the one with the person bending backwards, like yeah, the body that's the one bending that, back? Uh, replicates the uh, scene of the one photo we've got from the Jeffrey Dahmer murders. Yes, of the headless body bending yeah. backwards. Yeah, and and form. that's not just Dahmer. That's also uh, they call it like the death pose, and it's like used in like satanic rituals and stuff of oh, like uh, like Crowley and shit was into it, or I don't know, you know, some guys. Crowley or weird satanic priests wrote about it that, you know, when use that pose to kill people or whatever, open spiritual realms with that pose. But that wasn't the only thing. He also had sketchy paintings of like naked kids and stuff like and like oh, yeah. dead. And the paintings kids. from that one artist that that just does like sketchy mm-hmm. art of kids in kind of weird situations and oftentimes in bathing suits. Yeah, yeah, exactly. With the weird eyes. Um, you know exactly which one I'm talking about, and anybody that's listening to this is going to know exactly what I'm referencing to. Yeah, I'm looking at one now where it's a bunch of... There's the, three paintings. One is... The one where they're all lined up and looking scared against the wall? That one is... Yeah, it's kids in, like, bathing in their underwear. Yeah. They have shirts and, like, underwear on, and, like, their hands are tied behind their back, and they're lined up against a wall. Then there's a kid hanging in a shower, like, hanging by his arms, suspended in, like, a shower or a bathroom. Um, yeah, it's scary shit. But uh, there, I remember one email that tripped me out from those leaks that was, like... It was something about someone planning, like, it was to drop off two kids. They're like, uh, Danny eight and uh, Laura six will be by the ranch tomorrow. We'll drop them off at blah blah. And then it was something about like maybe they'll enjoy the hot tub. It was just this weird, sketchy email about two little kids being dropped off at some rich dnc person's ranch and uh and using the hot tub and then i think it even said something about like i think they'll like hot dogs or something and yeah it was i don't know i just remember there was several things that 
trip me out back in the day. But like I said, I didn't become a. Oh, and that was not before we got music. a bunch, uh, a bunch more of the info we've gotten out of Epstein and Co. Which you know we kind of all knew, but well now you now you can't fucking say anything. But some other interesting points we've touched on the basement that isn't there but is there. But um, one other thing, the attack, the the notorious attack by the uh, the Z list actor. That uh, that went up there, yeah, with uh, I believe a revolver and a shotgun. I think. Anyway, he uh, he goes up there with uh, with his weapons because he's gonna, you know, make a big scene of everything. He's gonna expose all of this. He's gonna go in there and free all the trapped uh, slaves or whatever's going on. So he goes in there and you know he makes a big scene and scares people and they run out and he ends up firing one shot into the. Uh, into the uh, broom at the back of the place, uh, which was apparently the server room. Go figure. And uh, the one bullet, can you believe, can you believe it actually hit their uh, their NAS? It, it hit their uh, storage and destroyed it? The one bullet no. that he, yeah. How no unlucky way. is that? That he just, want, he just, he was just trying to shoot out the lock. And it just so, it just so happened to destroy their, uh, their server that had all their storage on it, you know? Wow. I mean, that's wild. Man, those guys are so unlucky. I can't believe how that persecuted whole... they are over there at Comet Ping Pong. Poor guys. That whole shooter thing was so sketch. To me, that felt so fake. Literally, a Z list actor had an IMDb with like one or two credits on it or some shit like that. Like just some yeah. actor, I think from West Virginia. Hmm. Funny. Um,. But no, I just remember the reaction to that and Libs freaking out and going, look, look what Trump's doing. Uh, now people are showing up with guns uh, over fake conspiracies about pedophiles and but her emails, but her emails. And, you know, and then, yeah, sure enough, Epstein, Epstein shit comes out like two years later, three years later, I guess. Uh, Never mind that it but, had come up, you know, plenty of years before in Florida, but you know that all. Oh yeah, great. for sure. And yeah, for sure. It up is like, is he in jail now? No. Okay. Well, then there's nothing there to it. What are you talking about? Shut up. Which, no, I remember that when the PizzaGate, when the the email leaks happened, and and the PizzaGate stuff was starting. I remember like trying to tell like some lib friends like that I believed like, or I was like, I mean, I'm not a full blown pizza gator, but you know, there is some truth to this stuff. And I said to them, I was like, have you heard of this guy, Jeffrey Epstein and the Lolita express? And these lib friends were just like, I don't know what that is. I've never heard of that. And I, you know, you try to go like, you try to tell them, no, there's a guy out of the Lolita express and Bill Clinton flew on it. And he was, he's a confirmed pedophile billionaire. And, and they just brush it off, you know. They're just like, I don't know that's about a, that. And that's then, a conspiracy. Maybe. Yeah, but they just wanted to hate the Trump people so bad. They just wanted to say, "Look at these crazy Trump people." That if you tried to present them with Epstein, they wouldn't hear it. They refused to hear it. Oh, you're one of those cute um, people. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but then, but no, that was a bummer that no one cared. When it was happening, but then they uh, then they finally arrested Jeffrey Epstein, and they 
they put him in jail and they had him on trial and he was, you know, mounting a strong defense. He was, uh, according to his attorneys, in great spirits and feeling really positive about his ability to defend himself. And uh, then, you know, they, um, then they pulled the guards off of that wing and, you know, they changed his cellmate and they took a nap and the cameras malfunctioned and he did a double backflip off the top bunk in his room that has a seven foot ceiling and, uh, you know, snapped his neck, pop like that. It's unbelievable, dude. It's, uh, yeah, it's, and then, you know, and then he was dead and that's, that's the whole story. There was not a photo of a gray haired man on the roof of, you know, a notorious Manhattan building, uh, that was surrounded by officers as he was, you know, ushered into a waiting helicopter and flown to who knows where, you know. Wait, is there a photo like that? Hmm, I wonder. There is a photo like that. It's grainy. It's really? It's great. Yeah. And it's from that night. But we don't know anything. Someone on the roof of the of the jail with a helicopter? We don't know if it's the jail. We only know it's the New York skyline, and he's surrounded by looks like police officers, is in a gurney, has the right color silver hair, you know, not a big built guy, but it's not a great photo. Wow. We don't know, but there is a photo from. Okay, so you're a fellow, you're a fellow believer that he was snuck out. There's more evidence to support that than there is anything else. And having yes, seen this you. photo that I can't say one way or the other, seems like. Where is he now? Thank you. Fuck no one ever sides with me on this. Everyone, I've I've uh, believed, basically since it happened, I think. I think I've always thought he was snuck out. Oh, and uh, people I have got so mad at me ago, over that on take. One of our, um, on this podcast, actually, we uh, just got access to, uh, we, somebody did, but in between his intake and uh, the uh, death certificate, he grew two inches. Oh, yeah. I saw that on Twitter. Yeah. So, like, that was okay. crazy. Yeah. So, yet another one. So, it's like, mm, something. Well, also that, there, that picture of his supposed body being wheeled out, mm-hmm. like someone snapped one photo of the body from far away. Right. That looks nothing like him. Nothing like him. Yeah, it's like detached earlobes where they should be attached or something like that. And Yeah, the ears are very different, and the nose is totally different. Um, and, you know, it's funny. People will be like, oh, well, when you hang yourself, your face changes a lot. And it's like, it doesn't change the structure of your nose. Your like the, the get different. Like Epstein had a very straight, when when you look at them side by side, Epstein's nose was very straight, and the nose on the dead body is more curved, and like they're totally different. And then same thing, the shape of the ears is totally different. The earlobes. Uh, did you also? I never saw the rooftop video you're talking about, but did you see the? Uh, do you remember the drone videos of Epstein Island? And there was a clip where. There was a guy that looked just like Epstein sitting in a golf cart. Did you ever see that? I don't know if I saw that specifically because I've seen those videos you're talking about, and I like the conjecture that it might have been McAfee that made them because that's just cool. Oh, really? I've, yeah. I've heard that it might have been him that did those, which 
Wow. He was in the area, and he certainly has the means. And then, hey, he, he's another person who's got su- uh, committed suicide in jail, you know? So, who knows? Revenge of the Epstein, maybe, on him. Yeah, it could, uh, could very well be. But there was definitely, there's a clip where the drone is hovering. Um, there's like that. a I'll worker. It for everybody, too. It's a, there's a golf cart and a, like a, a quad side by side, I think. And you see like a worker who's like a black guy. He's like on the quad or whatever. And then there's a silver haired man chilling on the golf cart and talking to him and then they see the drone and the guy looks up at it and then you know looks down you can only see the top of the guy's head but when he looks up at the camera for a brief moment it looks a lot like epstein and then he like gets in the golf cart and then you can't see him anymore but it looks a shitload like epstein uh though i will say it would be pretty silly if they escaped him out of jail to bring him back to the island. But then again, I mean, I could believe it. I mean, he could go back there. Uh, he, they didn't expect a drone, anyone to be flying a drone on the island, so I could totally see him going back there after faking his death. Yeah, yeah, that would have probably uh, probably caught him a little off guard. And apparently it was uh, like real well locked down with feds and such at the time, too. Since we've learned about um, other explorations into his background, and man, you want to talk about a fucking rabbit hole? That man is one. Radical rabbit hole. Oh, a rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he meant radical, like he's a. Well, he's in, woke. in ways, in ways, yeah. I mean, you could say he's a radical transhumanist. He was wanting to breed uh, a race of an actual slave race. Yeah, he wanted his DNA in all in the whole human population, right? Or like ten percent of the human population. Something. I'm. That's I'm one of my favorite uh, conspiracies, or you know, takes on the vaccine is people saying that, uh, what if what if Epstein's DNA is in the vaccine and he's achieving his goal? Huh. I don't believe that, fine. but yeah, I know, but. It's a funny thought to think about. Oh, and that reminds me of something that you may not be aware of. You can go on the... You can still today, on the old Disney Magic Island Cruise Line website, look up the Little St. James Cruise. They have still not scrubbed it. You can still see the Little St. James stop on the old Disney Cruise Line website. Wait, it used to... Yes. The Disney Cruise used to stop there? Yes. They let children off... To frolic and play on Little St. James. What? Disney. I never knew that. Oh, yeah. Shit, let me grab it real quick. Let's see here. But was this when he owned it or before oh, yes, he owned yes, yes. I mean, was the fucking this temple like... there? Oh, yeah. What? Disney Why would Disney stop at Temple Island? Little St. James Island. Snopes, Yahoo, I'm not interested in any of this. I'm interested in the Disney Cruise Line. Ah, it was $75. There we go. Let's see if they still have the uh, the link to the original. 
Ow. I hate it when it crashes. Alright, where'd the other one go? Hmm. Give me just one second here. That went completely sideways. Baja Blast? What in the... Okay. Anyway. On... Okay, there we go. Magicalkingdoms.com Do I still have the link to it? Nope, I'll have to look it up myself. Okay, that's fine. So on magicalkingdoms.com Alright. There it is. Okay, I can include the link to the St. Thomas Excursion.html. Let me do a control F for James. Oh, only one listing. All righty. Captain Nautica's snorkeling exposition. Uh, that's going to be an activity type of a splashtacular and uh, family adventures and nature adventures. That'll be a moderate activity level, a 3.5 hour duration. Adults will be $75. That'll be ages 10 and up. The child price will be $60. That'll be ages 8 to 9. And, uh, Eight and up is the accepted age. I mean, we don't want them too small after all. This is uh, Little St. James. Anyway, you will be whisked away aboard the captain's RIB powerboat to a pair of sun-soaked snorkeling sites and prepare for an adventure like no other. Journey to picturesque Turtle Cove, Buck Island, and immerse yourself in an underwater wonderland where you'll be invited to swim and snorkel amidst a school of sea turtles for approximately an hour. Afterward, make your way to our second snorkel stop, Little St. James Island, where curious fish dart back and forth in the clear blue water, and colorful coral formations nestle next to an amazing underwater formations. Afterwards, enjoy a beverage and a snack before making your way back to St. Thomas Harbor. Wow. Yeah, so let me just throw that in the show links for everybody. That, um... Here, hey, let me, uh, here, I'll just message it you, to you directly so that you've got that on hand in case you need to give it to anybody yourself. Because it's still there. I didn't even have to archive it. It is archived. And I've got an archive link somewhere, but don't need it. They've just still fucking got it there. Oh, this website is very old. It Why is. Why don't I take this down? You would think that they would. You would think. <laughs> but... No, the uh, the evidence is still there. It's uh, it, it's weird. At the bottom it says copyright 2018. So they've been updating this up till 2018. But it looks very 90s HTML. Uh, wow. You know, this makes sense, though. Um, that picture of Epstein that recently came out where he's posing with all the kids and people said it was the Island Boys. Do you know? Do you know what I'm talking about? I think so. Um, you search like Epstein Island boys. 
He's like, it's Epstein posing with like five little kids. And, um, yeah. It, uh, looks now in that photo has makes sense. And it looks like ah, I see. Oh, saying that it's supposed to be the uh, the kids that later ended up being the Island Boys or whatever. Yeah, that's a joke people make. I don't I don't think it looks like them really, but um, it is a very creepy picture of Epstein. It is, and he has a number of them. But uh, oh yeah, did you hear the uh, the Island Boys apparently like early on in their. Uh, Rise to fame. They talked about uh, how they'd sold their soul to the devil or something like that. Yes. They're yes. really open about it. It's like, I, wow. Okay. Dude, well, I don't know if you ever saw it, but one of my biggest Twitter threads was about Astro World. Um, the you Travis want to Scott talk concert. about a creepy fucking thing. Wow. Let's talk about it. That, I'd love to. W- that looked like a damn satanic ritual. It even, it, like, the entrance looks out of the, looks like the fucking thing out of that one, uh, that Hieronymus Bosch. Or right? Bosch. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I know. I know. And, well, so, okay, so, I, was, I have a, I have a really long thread that's like probably 200 tweets or something, or no, maybe 100 tweets. Uh, but, since I'm in Sweden, I kind of had either very lucky or very unlucky timing where I was waking up on Saturday morning and that was right after the concert had happened. So Saturday morning, Swedish time, the concert had just ended. So I wake up to the news about the deaths and the first one of the first things I see on Twitter is a front-facing camera video of this guy um, a young black kid saying, and he's saying, guys, I just got out of the concert. It was a satanic ritual. It was crazy. Um, and he's, he, he's totally shaken up. He just got out of it and he's calling it a satanic ritual. And so I posted that and I posted some videos of the bodies on the floor. That's what's crazy. They said that there was only 10 deaths. But there's videos where there's just so many bodies on the floor that it's like way more than 10 people um, looking lifeless. Uh, and that's what this kid uh, was saying. This kid who whose video, like, he started... So I posted that, and then I just started going around Twitter and going around social media and finding more shit. And... Um, that kid kept talking about it. He kept posting videos and telling the stories. And he was saying like that, uh, he was talking about how the whole day it felt spooky that they were playing this weird, like humming music that made you feel like you were in hell. Um, like everyone was like on edge because they're just playing this like spooky humming noise all day. And then of course, um, and he said that he had bad vibes, like, even before the show, he was, like, telling his friends, like, don't go to the front, this shit's gonna get crazy, people are gonna go insane. Um, but then, his whole story was, he was in the crowd when the crowd crush started, and he he jumped into the VIP, and he was trying to help pull people out, and, that's, and he stood there on the fence pulling people out and saving their lives, 
And then he said, though, that he saw so many dead bodies. He was saying, guys, they're lying about the numbers. There's no way it's only... At the time, they said it was nine people, and then they said it was ten. But he was saying, I saw so many people just, like, there weren't enough EMTs. They were going from body to body, trying to give CPR, and just moving on to the next body. Um, And he was saying he thought there was, like, hundreds of people dead. Um, but then it got really spooky in my Twitter thread, <laughs> like what, um, all the graphics, like the promotion for it was all weird and demonic and talking about going to hell. Um, and then the graphics were all about bo- like on the stage were showing like bodies falling into like a pit going to hell. But the craziest thing that I n- found out <laughs> was... Um, someone was doing numerology or whatever and saying that Drake and Travis Scott were born six years, six months, and six days apart. Oh, wow. Um, or something like that. Si- yes, yeah, or six six years and... Yeah, I think it was six years, six months, and six days. And I saw that meme. I saw that graphic. And I was like, no way that's true. And I went to fact check it. And fucking Drake's birthday was right, and that or um, I did I went to a, a a day calculator and it was that amount of time. It was six 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 between the two dates, and then I went to check that the dates were right, that the birthdays were right. Drake's birthday was correct, but Travis Scott's birthday on Wikipedia had been changed. It was one year off. So this this graphic said he was born in like ninety one. And now Wikipedia said he was born in 1990, right? Hmm. So that, but then, um, or no, it was 91 and 92 or something like that. But then I Google, I Google about Travis Scott's birthday and I find a news article from the same year saying that Kylie Jenner took him out for a birthday dinner and he had just turned 29, but Wikipedia was saying he was 30. So... Basically, I figure like it seems like they changed Travis Scott's birthday right after the deaths happened on his Wikipedia and on Google, uh, and added a year to his age so that there wasn't this six 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 distance between him and Drake's birthday. Um, so that was one of the spookiest things I found in my thread in my investigations. Um, oh, I've found your yeah. thread actually, so I'll include a link to that for everybody as well oh nice it's very schizo but uh uh no we uh i'm down yeah but that to me was wild i and i see no one else talk about it but i i it looks like that it first of all is true that him and drake are six years six months and six days apart or whatever the 666 was but then secondly that his handlers or whatever changed his birthday to, <laughs> to uh, make people not think that was true, uh, which was wild to me. But no, I believe that. Yeah, I got a lot of hate from from that one. As much hate as the uh, as the time when you said Kanye was uh, understandable and you could actually explain what he's talking about. <laughs> um. Yeah, because. No, more hate for the Travis Scott thing. Really? Um, yeah, because People it blew up. up. Oh, okay, fair. It blew up, 
And then, and oh, then, yeah, um, a lot of hits on, okay. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. And then this is where I started. One of the things that made me break away from the left, uh, was a lot of leftists start Chapo trap house themselves made fun of my thread. They, this is what was disgusting to me about, about them. The week after this happened, they do an episode where they spend the whole fucking episode just making fun of conspiracies about Astroworld. And they were specifically mentioning my thread. And I was so... I mean, I was so annoyed by that, not necessarily to be made fun of by them, but like that them as leftists... Like, like that they, they didn't care about the actual deaths. They just cared about the conspiracy. They're just, you know, they didn't say... Look at this kooky guy. Who cares what he has to say? Never mind that, like, no, there was probably a field of bodies there, people. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Or, um, or like, uh, for instance, my opinions getting completely discarded on Ukraine, never minding the fact that I want these innocent people to stop fucking dying. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, you're you're, no, but you're was, a big Russia van. Like, oh, whatever. Fuck you, Z Power. Sure. Like, uh, whatever. Sorry. I, it's, no, it's yeah, but it's it really true. Is. It's all, it's all, it's all dunking competitions now, and and morality Olympics or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, no one cares. Yeah. So when Chapo, you know, they they didn't have anything to say as leftists about, you know corporation like because literally this the worst thing about the asteroid deaths is that all those people died that that they kept put like there were videos of people yelling at the cameraman saying you need to stop the show there's people dying and they kept rolling the show because it was live streaming through apple um it was live streaming on apple music so they could have in any normal like all those lives could have been saved, or most of those lives could have been saved if it wasn't for profit, if it wasn't for a corporation saying, no, we're live streaming, keep it going. And and um, and that was the thing. The Chapo had nothing to say about that. They had no, they didn't have anything to say about, you know, concert safety or, or people dying for profit. No, they were just making fun of, oh, there's people out there who believe in the devil and believe uh, there was a satanic ritual. So I got the most hate for that. And it became like a one-week like discourse where then I said that I was, they were saying, look, you can't be a leftist if you believe in God or the, and the devil. And I was saying, I don't believe in either, but we should still build solidarity with Christians. And then I got super dunked on for that too. All these leftists were like, no, you can't build solidarity with Christians because they're inherently fascist and reactionary. And like, so yeah, it was a whole a thing. Just and reactionary thing to say. Yeah, exactly. But the whole left also dunked on me. I became the character of the day for a day on leftist Twitter for that, for my take of saying uh, leftists should should try to build solidarity with Christians um, over Jesus's teachings. Yeah, but it yeah, wouldn't really be all that hard. There's there's kind of a lot of crossover there if you take pretty much any traditional leftist point up to yeah. i don't know circa 2014 and yeah it, it's all there it's like flipping over the tables and not killing the innocent people i mean maybe uh maybe you're not gonna sharing get so much agreement sharing on taxes well. but then again you know give unto caesar what is caesar so maybe so i don't know but yeah but instead no you 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 get this uh this 
frankly, it's a shit show. Yeah. But you you asked about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, if I got more hate for saying I understood what Kanye uh, was saying. Uh, but no, I, I'm pretty shadow banned since long before then. So I didn't get in much hate for that at all. Yeah, I'm probably talking um, Except, except as I mentioned that one person found, actually it wasn't even over tweets. It was over my podcast. Uh, one person, random guy, didn't even follow me. He saw that I did a podcast with Amy Therese. So he listened to that and then he went and listened to my Kanye podcast with a, with a mutual and then he started tweeting about me with my full legal name and tagging my old school and posting photos of me and saying this guy's an anti-Semite and a fascist and tagging my school and saying uh, he thought that I worked at my old university at my old school and they're saying, do you con- condone this man? Let him work at your school. You should fire him. And then they lit- they even tweeted back at him saying we are not associated with that guy and we're so sorry and yeah and then it led to them they I had an alumni profile on my university and they took it down because of one guy calling me a crazy anti semite over my Kanye podcast so that was lovely to be fair that is the most hate I've got for anything online so technically but it just wasn't over tweets mm-hmm. it wasn't over Kanye tweets. Yeah, I yeah, know there was a lot of people that went really, really crazy over that. They kind of still are, actually. There's people that are still hung up on the whole Kanye thing. You mean being mad at him or or being crazy like me and supporting him? Yeah, both. More people are mad, Okay. Though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But also, yeah, that was... a lot of people kind of just dropped it at this point because, I mean, public consciousness being what it is. I th- yeah, I think so too. I think most people have forgotten it. Um, apparently, Adidas is going to sell- go back to selling his shoes because um, they don't want to burn like a billion dollars worth of merch uh, or throw it out. Um, I am sad though that he's been laying low. I really want more interviews with him. He was going so hard for so long. Uh, he There was like a two-month period where he was just like dropping a new interview every week. And going crazy, and then he just then after the Alex Jones one, he just kind of disappeared. It's made me sad. I have but. heard from some folks that Milo might have had a hand in that, and it might have been a bit of an op to uh, discredit him. Don't know anything more about it, and that's basically about all I've heard. That so, Milo might have got him to shut up, or that Milo might have been pushing him to do interviews. That Milo might have been pushing him to do interviews and be as. Uh, honest and forthcoming as possible shall we say i can see that because milo what they but the weird thing was they announced milo kanye had already been doing a few interviews before he announced milo would be his but they could yeah they could have already started working together and then just announced it later i think i, I did not like kanye were working before they did the announcement i'm fairly yeah certain i had heard that though because I follow probably I follow enough people that keep an eye on Milo that I occasionally hear about him. Yeah, that is the one thing that really bum bum me out. I mean, there's or there was many things that bum me out, but just him, especially the Nick Fuentes Milo, I can tolerate a bit more, but him hanging out with Nick Fuentes was a real bummer. And when he won, I loved him going on Alex Jones. I love Alex Jones, or you know, like. 
I, I think he's a character. Uh, but then he he called he let Laura Loomer call in and she sucks. And yeah, but I'm mostly just jealous that I'm like Kanye. Why are you letting these guys advise you and not me? Why don't you hire me to be your crazy white boy um, whisperer? Yeah, it would be but, a lot more entertaining. I have no doubt. It's my dream job, man. My dream job. I've been a hardcore Kanye poster since I've been posting. That was something that was really cool during um, during his meltdown last year or whatever when he was talking to the paparazzi a lot. And I had, like, a year before or longer had a tweet saying Kanye's mom was sacrificed by the, you know, CIA or the Illuminati as revenge, by the Bush family as revenge for his George Bush comments. And then there's a video of him in, talking to the paparazzi and he says... My mom was sacrificed, uh, and he's saying she was sacrificed the way Kobe was, the way Bill Cosby's kid was, the way uh, who else? Uh, someone, someone else's kid was Michael Jordan's kid. I don't know, but um, that felt like validating that Kanye believes. I, people have called me crazy for that those tweets, but that's now confirmed yeah. that Kanye believes it too. It wouldn't be the craziest thing that's happened. No. Not at all. And then when he when he leaked those Harley Pasternak texts, um you know, Harley Pasternak said something like oh, You're trainer. gonna meet up with me. Yeah, the trainer. Mm, yeah, we and talked he said, about like, that actually when that came out and kinda dug into that a little bit because that super spooky digging, digging into because it kind of reveals this thing that's like, Hey, this has been something we were told is there's for one, you're stupid and crazy. For even talking about it, and even if that what, then it's not a real thing. And you know, just I mean, he's, li- he's literally and he's literally Canadian like, yeah. intelligence. Yeah, yeah, it's like with wasn't he also tied to Mossad too? Probably, I didn't hear that. I just heard he was a f- former Canadian intelligence officer, now personal trainer in L.A. Uh, and he has Lizzo and another super famous person. And a bunch of clients, but those texts were creepy as fuck that Kanye leaked, uh, where he said, "I'm gonna, you either," he said, "you either meet with me and you don't curse and you don't bring up crazy tweets, or, or we take you to the hospital again. And you go back to zombie land and play time with the kids is never the same again," which was like the most evil fucking creepy threat. Yeah, that's but, like super villain shit. Yeah. But when he said something about you don't talk about crazy tweets, that made me wonder if Kanye has seen my account, uh, if he's seen my tweets. Because um, this Harley guy was saying he didn't want him to Kanye to just be bringing up crazy Twitter uh, stuff. So I hope Kanye has seen my tweets, and one day he'll hire me as a political advisor to him. That's my dream job. I think that's what I was put on this earth to do. Good, uh, good luck, man. Uh, I hope you can do it. I mean, thank stranger you. things thank have you. happened. Like, uh, say, for instance, Mike Cernovich has been following me for years and has retweeted some of my stuff without... Uh, really? Yeah, without credit, but whatever. Oh, my God. He, he's weird. He's he's a character. He is a real character. Ooh, what, oh, wait. Mike's, he's um. He's the guy with the kind of squeaky voice that used to be a bit of a gem bro, was a lawyer, and... Um, 
Yeah, I know who I know who he is, and then immediately just jumped off once things got kind of weird for him, and he seems to do that with causes. Okay, yeah, I know who he is. I guess all what I was wondering was uh, uh, how. Yeah, was he ever hired by Trump, or has he always just been a independent journalist or commentator, or has he ever been? How high up in Trump land did he get? Uh, he never really got in. He's only ever okay. been an independent commentator uh, for a time. But is like, he, he like spooked up in any way? Don't think so. Don't think so. I think he's um, being fair. Forty percent grifter. And okay. uh, like probably sixty percent mm, cause, I guess. Okay. Okay. So you know, um, like you brought up Laura Loomer. It's like she's a she's a good example. It's like, uh, why do you have to be the one to bring these things up, woman? Why you? Like you're you're making really good points, but you're you, and you. you yeah, know, she you, sucks. You, you do what you do, and you make your points look kind of asinine. She sucks so bad, and oh man, she ruined the Kanye Alex Jones interview because she was. It was literally her just trying to get the clout, like calling up Kanye. Like I, I'm so mad that he put her on, uh, but then she just jumps on, and they she's just on speakerphone, and they're holding it up to a mic, and she's like, "I just want to say that I'm Jewish and I support what Kanye's saying and free speech," and and but then she just kept talking, kept talking, and it's just like, she does "Oh that. my god, are we really? We have Kanye on Infowars, and here's fucking Laura Loomer, just fucking babbling on and on and on for like just thirty minutes about, afterwards. you know, call up." Yeah, it's yeah. great to hear from you, Laura. We'll get back in touch after Kanye's done. Yeah, but she's such an attention whore that has ever worn a mask it's, on Infowars. Do you remember she locked herself to Twitter headquarters one time a few she years did. ago? And she had a valid point, but it's like, why do you have to? Sure. Yeah, I mean, that's what sucks to me about all politics now is. Uh, yeah, it's like I hate that it's only cringe. Points are the biggest clowns. Yeah, well, I mean, I would say a lot of those clowns, I don't think they, I think a lot of their other points are stupid, but the one thing that really sucks to me is that the only people fighting for free speech are crazy right-wing clowns, and then they have a bunch of other opinions I I also don't agree with, but um, it's wild to me that it used to be right-wingers wanted to burn and ban books and shut up you know certain language and left wingers were the free speech people and now it's like flipped i don't forget and now also the right wingers loved war and the left hated it back then too yeah exactly that's the other trippy thing nowadays it feels like yeah i think there's a whole and again this goes into my everything is wwe that's a one party empire everyone's like there, there's a total in the past, uh, let's say, eight years now, maybe, maybe ever since the Tea Party, let's say something like that. So maybe ten years, um, or whatever. But there, there's been a real weird realignment on both sides, mm. or like there's been a weird 
I call it like that now politics is like bizarro, like bizarro politics where, yeah, as you're saying, it's like the left became like now like the anti-free speech, pro-war, pro-corporate, um, pro-government, pro-establishment. Super, super dogmatic and fundamentalist in their new religion, too. Yeah, and it's also now it's the left that believes in institutions and we need to protect the offices and we need to protect, you the know... The dignity of, the, these, of, of the office, you know, consider... Yeah, it. And it, but on the other hand, it's the right wing who will storm the Capitol. It's the right wing who seems to be more anti-war these days. It's the right wing who seems to be more free speech um, and also more anti-corporate, more anti-establishment... Um, yeah, and, and, um, I don't know, it feels like, and then, oh, say, also conspiracy is a big one, that it used to be, I'd say that more so leftists were the big conspiracy people, or at least conspiracies about, like... Well, a lot of that tied in um, with the distrust of government, which was traditionally a, a leftist ideal. Yeah, and now it's the other way around, where the left is the one who wants to shut down conspiracies, and we can't have... We, you know, we need to censor conspiracy theories and they're dangerous and fact check everything. And, and it's, uh, in, yeah. And then the same thing we were talking about Epstein and Pizzagate. It's so funny that, you know, now it's, um, mostly what you would consider right wingers who are the ones calling, uh, the elites pedophiles and, you know, saying, um, yeah, wanting to, wanting to, uh, fighting against, uh, believing that billionaires are blood-sucking pedophiles and the left are the ones who are like, no, they're not. They're nice people. So, yeah. And I think, though, that that's all an op. I, I think that, you know, I think they've been just twisting the dials, fucking with our heads over the past 10 years or so. And uh, they've well, managed it's to been basically longer than that. They've, uh, they've really dialed it up to 11 and... I sure, say I'd say at least since, since about 20, uh, 2008, really, that's that's kind of a demarcation line. Definitely. When Obama got in and Facebook was fully taking over and, like, the Internet was becoming pretty widespread, everyone was getting their news from the Internet. Uh, that really was a huge turning point, 08. Because before that, Politics did stay pretty traditional. When we had mm-hmm. Bush, it and was that the right wing was pro-war. Too. They, like Obama kind of brought in that rock star-ness that hadn't really been a thing. Not even Reagan really brought that to the table. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah Reagan wasn't on MTV. Yeah, Reagan wasn't on MTV. And Reagan certainly wasn't pushed by MTV. Never minding the no. time difference or whatever. That's also material. Keep, keep in mind, uh, we can't forget Bill Clinton playing the sax on Arsenio. He was maybe the first Great, rock star. The first black president, right? As oh, I right, said. Right, right, first black president. That's insane. Yeah, man, times have... The clock keeps ticking and we find ourselves in stranger and stranger times, man. Once, uh, once we cross through the looking glass, it's just gotten more and more bizarre. I've heard see. I've heard it said that um every possibility 
basically involves the destruction of the human race. So the fact that we keep living means that we are in the most absurd timeline only because we survive. That it, we can only survive in the most absurd of terms because otherwise we would have blown ourselves up or something, which at this point it's almost... I can buy that. You know? Well, and with that said, this is why I'm I'm fully on board with Yay 24. Kanye 24, 2024. Uh, because, I, you know... We might as well. It'll be a fun campaign. We are in the most absurd. We are in the most absurd timeline, and we might as well go full rock star for the president. That's the only next logical step. We had reality show billionaire business uh, real estate developer guy, but even that is still pretty, you know, politically like that's still closer to politics. Now we need just a full blown celebrity billionaire rock star be president. I think that's the only logical step. For, um, oh, that's fair. I don't know. I certainly won't fault you for it. I, me personally, honestly, I'm I'm leaning punished Trump, but we'll see. We'll no, see I, I, I I agree. I would love I agree. someone to go in there Trump. with you know a sledgehammer and just smash, just just smash, smash until you can't smash anymore. I think it's going to be Trump too, uh, but I I'm I don't want that. What I really want is Kanye. But yeah, it's going to be. A, if he doesn't hire me to be his chief of uh, staff or whatever, uh, or main political advisor, it's, I don't know if it's going to happen. Oh, hey, for what it's worth, I'll vouch for you. You're pretty, uh, pretty wily cat. More wily than his mo- some of his more recent staff. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not entirely high, but, you know. I got to get going in a few minutes, but anything sure. else you want to chat about? I got maybe... Well, ten, since we've managed to keep you pretty next. anonymous, we can uh, we can just skip on the uh, the short film unless you'd like to talk about it real quick. Um, let's let's uh, we can have a middle ground, and I can just say, "Hey, there's this really cool short film out there called Dirty Machines: The End of History." I don't know who made it, uh, and you shouldn't. Well, this, this fella here, he's probably involved in some way in its production who could say but it's cool yeah, who could and say? i'll throw a link on it and you should check it out yeah we can we can we can plug it but was there anything you wanted to ask about it or talk about it or i i personally just thought it was a really neat concept um you know a, a okay, really cool nice. exploration okay. of uh time travel uh, just as uh yeah. Like it's something that could be played out longer into uh, maybe a full length movie, but it's uh, it's a it's just a fun little tale, you know. Um, for Thank you. those who are not familiar, I'm not going to spoil it, but I'll set the stage. You have a fella. He's at uh, what appears to be a clinic. He's uh, going to go back in the past and learn about the past, and then some things happen, and it's thought provoking. I can I can say that without revealing anything. So do Indeed. check it out. It'll be uh, it'll be linked below once uh, I get this uploaded. And of course, if you're checking this out uh, anywhere other than Odyssey, you missed it live. It's always live on Odyssey whenever we do our recordings. Which uh, we got an interesting new viewer. Thanks for tuning in, Johnny. Hope you've enjoyed this last bit of the show. And uh, with that, uh, you can find my man Dave here at Edward Double underscore Bernays on Twitter. 
Oh, obviously, the link will be below. You can find me. I'm Evan at that fake guy Dan everywhere except Facebook because I don't like robot lizards. And um, nice. well, I guess that's about it. Was there anything else um, you want to drop or any links or anything? Anything you want me to tell anybody to check out? No, I'm all good. Thanks for having me. It's been nice chatting. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure, sir. I look forward to possibly uh, having some more updates in the future. Maybe you can make it across the pond to uh, this weird place again. Who knows? Yeah, I hope so. Thanks, man. Absolutely.